Randy here once again to crack an egg of knowledge. Summer is upon us and that means it's time for fancy beach cocktails like mojitos, cosmos, sangrias, mint juleps, margaritas, and daiquiris. It's just like sex in the city. And the best part, Riverside Wine and Spirits has everything you need for those tasty treats. They also have a ton of great beer to choose from that comes in growlers, six packs, 12 packs, cases, and my favorite, kegs. So, go have a badass summer and party on with Riverside Wine and Spirits. Road. Here we are, guys, at episode 78 of the Brew Chat Podcast. It's hard to believe we're encroaching here quickly upon episode 100. But uh, this one's coming a little bit late, so I apologize. It was a little bit of a hectic week last week. We, uh, we've hit this stint. I, I do a little bit of work with the CFC here in town. We've hit a stint of a bunch of games, which is always a good thing, and we're kicking ass at them. We played uh, this past weekend, we played Nashville, and it was uh, one of the more rowdy games that I've seen. Uh, one of our players got a red card, but we ended up winning. I think uh, the final score was 2-1. to one. But, um, yeah, check out Chad Hooligan Lie. That's a local podcast with my man Carlos. And he's got all sorts of post-game stuff, and he knows way more about soccer than I do. So, you know, this doesn't hold a cake. I just watch and film it a little bit. And uh, I'm a fan, but by no means an expert on soccer. But anyway, we are back here at episode 78 of the Brew Chat Podcast. And uh, this week, Riverside's thrown us uh, some beers from the good old Rockies, the Colorado Rockies. Well, not the Rockies specifically, I don't think. Uh, kind of all over. I think we've got some from Boulder. I think we've got some from Denver. Maybe Denver. I don't know. We've got the Voodoo Ranger uh, Imperial IPA. That's a hefty one. And then we've got the Pulp Fusion from Boulder Beer. And then uh, a brewery that I've not actually tried, I don't think. But uh, Braveheart Nitro Scottish Style Ale. That's a mouthful. But uh, so was the beer. Yeah, no pun intended there. Well, I guess it was after I mentioned it, but whatever. Uh, but we also take a minute and we, we talk about Bonnaroo because that was last weekend and, you know, talk about all the people that went up there and killed some brain cells and listen to some great music probably. And then we we remember the late Adam West. He passed away a few days ago and uh, we remember him a little bit, you know, because he was my Batman growing up. So, you know, that means a lot that he bit the dust, so to speak. I guess I could find a more appropriate way to say that, but passed away. There we go. But, uh, yeah, so we talk about that. We get into the new season of House of Cards a little bit, but not too much because Alan's only up to episode five or six, so there's only spoilers up to there, and then we'll follow up with the rest of that next week or maybe the week after. So we talk about that a little bit, and then we get into a pretty solid discussion about phones in movie theaters and how the shit do we stop that because it's irritating. And not even, not even the phone's ringing, just the lights, people texting in movies or whatever they're doing. It's irritating, so we talk about that a bit. But sit on back. Let's get on with the episode. Here's episode 78 of the Brew Chat Podcast. According to the people who live out there, allegedly, we haven't actually inspected these bottles yet. Oh, what we think? I haven't. I haven't seen. Well, what's funny is uh, 
Left hand, that's... I want to, I hope it's Colorado. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's Colorado. Brewed on the banks of the mighty St. Vrain. Oh, where's that? The St. Vrain. New Mexico? Uh, blah, 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 Let me give me a, a test real quick. Testing, blah, testing. Blah. Testing? Testing. Testing, testing. Longmont. Yeah, you, you guys are fine. I'm just coming in a little quiet here. Longmont, Colorado. That could be anywhere. USA. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so it's... It does say that, yes. All right, good. <clears throat> yep, left we're, hand. All we're right. going to need uh, a big boy glass for that oh, or something. Oh, it says, please recycle this bottle. We will need a big boy glass for this. It's a nitro. Super smooth with soft caramel notes and bready maltiness. Five and a half percent. All right, go grab the big boy glass. Let's crack that beer. Well, I guess mm. we need the glass first. Let's do it. We can crack it open, I guess. But... Yeah, you need a big one. Well... Yeah, oh, this one? Yeah, this is 12 ounces. Yeah. Usually I grab the, like... Yeah, that's good. ...a 20-ounce cup of what it is. Oh, yeah. God, did you guys, uh... Yeah, you guys... Have you guys ever been to Bonnaroo? That was this past weekend. I no, have not, and I no. want nothing to do with it. Dude, I... That's the thing, is, like, in, I went to college in Murfreesboro, mm -hmm. and every single summer, uh... There was a weekend where I always came back home because all of my friends up there went to Bonnaroo, and I ended up coming back home on, like, Wednesday, so I wouldn't get caught in the going to Bonnaroo traffic. Right. So I would come, always come back to Chattanooga during the summer for, like, four or five days just to because I had no friends in Murfreesboro for that weekend, mm -hmm. and, uh, and they were all at Bonnaroo. But I've just never been—I I, want to see the bands that are there. Like, I would love to see you, too. And, uh, like, they were there this year. They're, they're one of my bucket list bands of, like, you know, I'm not even that big a fan of them, but they just have a cool sound, and I would love to see that live. Yeah. But uh, just the whole aspect of it, just the whole, like... My personal hell would be something like Bonnaroo. Yeah, I'm past the point of wanting to party that hard. Yeah. First of all, and then I'm definitely past the point of wanting to party that hard for, like, three days straight. Yeah. I'm past the point of it's gonna be hot not too. having access to air conditioning and indoor yeah. toilets. I can't yeah. do nightfall anymore. It's hot, it's crowded, it's loud. Like I'll go camping. Did I or mention something. hot? Yeah. But uh yeah, no, I can camping's different. I can like hang out and I can jump in a river. Have you ever right? been in Man fucking Manchester? I have not. In the <laughs> summer? <laughs> Ooh. It's like right there when you come off of uh the backside of Mont Eagle. Okay. And then you drive through just flatlands. Yeah. For, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, and then you're at Manchester. And Manchester pretty much equates to where Bonnaroo is, and then there's a strip with, like, just... It's basically Hickson Pike, but in the middle... <laughs> or not Hickson Pike, but the Hickson area, like, around one... It's basically... Yeah. 153. 153 kind of meets the Mecca of Northgate, but just in the middle. But there's no mall. It's just fast food restaurants. And then there's where they have Bonnaroo, which is essentially a giant field. Right. But, yeah, nothing has ever allured me there. But No, I would. there would have yeah. to be a ridiculous sum of money involved for me to go anywhere near it. Yeah. It's, it's the smells. It's the people. I, I think I got hepatitis just thinking about it, quite honestly. <laughs> I and, was, I, uh, and I'm vaccinated, so it's really weird. I got a weird strain. So it, I think it ends Sunday, but they allow you to stay Sunday night and then come back Monday and back, pack up your shit and come back Monday. And so I ended up. Way I happened to be out at uh, in Kimball around lunchtime on Monday, and I went to Cracker Barrel for lunch. And because like traffic headed back towards Chattanooga from Kimball was just 
horrible. So right. I stopped off for lunch there, and uh, the Cracker Barrel was just loaded with all of these Bonnaroo people, just nasty looking, <laughs> just bags under their eyes. And my Ugh. God, that hangover was fucking palpable. <laughs> in you got that hungover. You got like hangover you by could, proxy. You could smell the booze. Like, there was a table Smell of about 15 people where they had pulled a bunch of people together or a bunch of tables together. And not they were just sitting there stuffing their face. They weren't even talking to each other. Yeah, they like, probably haven't had food in... No, it, it was very much like... You remember that after credit scene for the first Avengers where they're sitting there eating... Uh, the shawarma? The shawarma, yeah. and they're not saying a word. They're just, like, tired and eating shawarma. That's, how, that's what this reminded me of, is they're just sitting there eating. This long weekend is over. Like, but you know what? Like, there were a lot of fucking, you know, just southern people that were in there getting their lunch, and they were judging these folk. And it's <laughs> like, I was, but not from the same place. But fuck these people. Like, I remember looking at this one lady who was sitting there eating with her husband, and when they got up to leave, she shook her head. I was like, oh, my God. And probably said some snide remark to her husband. And I was just thinking, I was like, bitch, like, when did you do this weekend? Like, yell at your husband and emasculate him some more. I bet she and showered. Like, these people, yeah, but still, like, <laughs> these people probably had one of the best weekends of their lives. Yeah. It's not, what, I, it's yeah. not what I'm into. A lot of people have, like, yeah. life-changing experiences yeah, yeah. there, so. Now, I'm not defending the woman who shook her head, but maybe she was close enough that she could smell them. No, and she was that saying, may have ruined her dining experience. No, I was closer than she was. Okay. But maybe I'm immune. I don't know. I'm closer to that party time than she is, so. I mean, I definitely partied, but. The smells get to me. Like, so. the, the, yeah, the, the smells, the filth, the not having, like, a private toilet that works. And in the South, certainly not having access to air conditioning. Like, again, I could do camping because. My plans to be outdoors, and I can jump in a river, you know? Um, maybe yeah, not, not even not shower, but I can rinse myself off in a freshwater source or a lake or something, mm -hmm. you know? it. And, and it maybe I, I've done the kind of camping where you go to, like, the campsite. There's, like, an outlet over there, and there's a toilet over there if you need it, like, in a bathroom. So... I've got no qualms against that. Well, I mean, it's the, you, we've been to conventions and shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like, whether it's a convention you wanted to go or work sent you to. Either way, you've been to conventions, and whether you wanted to be there or not, or not, there comes a time where you're there, you're walking around doing shit, and you just kind of want to go back and uh, be done with it for, for an hour or two. Yeah. And just like, I want to get away and out of this for a second. Right. I'm done with yeah, it for so a bit. Yeah, there's so many people. I want to sleep without people around. In that situation, like... There's no escape for three days. And that's, right. that's one of my hangups on uh, Burning Man is a friend of mine wants me to go. And I'm down to go. I want to experience it at some point in my life. But I'm not going to go there and sleep on the fucking desert floor in a tent for ten days With a bunch and of not be able to escape that shit yeah. if, I, if I want to. You know, and you will want to. Yeah, I know I will After want to. After ten days, for sure. Yeah, Burning Man goes on for ten I days. I can't imagine doing something I like for ten days. Yeah. Yeah, that either. Like, even if it, for me, it would be, like, several Renaissance festivals all in a row. It's wild. It's like living Lord of the Rings for, like, ten days. I'd be like, all right, I'm down. But I only got one outfit because that's just expensive. Mm. 
and also like this like straw I'm sleeping in, cool for the first mm-hmm. authentic time, but I need like a bed. Maybe, that, maybe that's <laughs> how day. Burning Man gets people because even half that, even a quarter of that time is too much. I think that's why Lord like the peyote comes in. You don't even know what day it is. And anymore. that's that's where it sucks people in. Maybe is that it gets people. They never leave. Once you go to Burning Man, you, it changes you forever, and you never truly leave it. So that's why you keep going. Maybe. They've created mm-hmm. an event that is basically crack. <laughs> that just like, oh, you got any more of that, you know? You got any more of that Burning Man? You got any more of that Burning Man? I want to ride me a boat through the desert. <laughs> Chase the dragon. No, like, I want to experience Burning Man. I just want to do it right, because I feel that I can't... Yeah, If I'm there worrying about other extracurricular things of of just shit to worry about. Yeah. Like, holy Life fuck. Stuff. I, I really hope my tent's not blown away in the wind. Or, Where's or my wallet? Whatever. Where's my phone? Then I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to enjoy the other things that I should be enjoying. So, fuck yeah. If I go to Burning Man, plan for me is get a camper or something. Yeah. With hey, I'll be, I'll be the Marriott down the block a little ways. But uh, like, well, you can't do that at Burning Man. That's the thing with that. Yeah. It's like you do have to rough it. Like you're miles out in the middle of nowhere. I'll drive the miles, but though. That, that's why I'm a... Uh, I'll fucking get a camper or a little RV or something That's before not I do that. Yeah, I mean, like that, I could. Because I'll have a shower. I'll have a water reservoir in there. I'm not. Have... S- uh, 10 days, though? Oh, I'm not going for that full 10 days. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, no I, uh, that's I was just saying, there are some people that do that, and that oh, is yeah. insane. I could do. Like, four with days a camper, max. I might be able to do a day or two, but I, I get you want to go. There are some things I don't need to experience. Um, I've never experienced heroin. It's just yeah. not my thing. And not interesting. I've never looked at it and thought, oh, am I missing out? Uh, say, like, meth. Never thought, mm, do I want to do that? Like, could be fun, but it's just, it's not me. Mm-hmm. I have other vices, and I experience those regularly. But some of them I think, ah, you know, I just don't need to do that one. I'll be fine yep. dying and saying, yeah. ah, damn, I never got to do meth. Yeah, just not That's interesting. That's true, yeah. I know, I like, I'm interested in Burning Man from an art standpoint. That's why. I would watch the documentary and, like, footage of Burning Man. Yeah. But I will do it from a comfy chair. Yeah. See, that's how I feel <laughs> about Bonnaroo is I'm like... Yeah. I get the that. art things I want to see in person, and I like seeing concerts and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I can just... Uh, I go home at the end of the night. Yeah. I'll just um, listen to this on Spotify or watch a live show on YouTube or something. It's also gotten to the point where I get annoyed when everyone holds their iPad up and I can't see shit. God, I hate that. The last show That's I was at. fucking annoying. I fucking hate that. Because have you ever been in a fucking situation? I'm fired up about this, Do actually. It. This Do it. Let it out. out. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation at a, anywhere, at a party anywhere, where somebody's been like, oh, my God, that was such a cool show. Like, let me show you this uh, concert. Or have you been in a situation where you filmed a concert? I actively don't film concerts because this pisses me off so much. But... I can't imagine a situation where I'm going to be sitting around thinking about how cool a concert I saw was and want to go reminisce and watch my shitty phone video of yeah, the Yeah, with this audio that's drowned out because the girls yeah. next to you were screaming. Yeah. It's probably more so that you could show other people that you were there. That's what pictures are for. Yeah. Take but, a picture. You can get a yeah. picture that is way better. Picture's worth a thousand words. But a picture's like a moving video. No, and then they're See, holding that's the reason that like, he can't hear... What his the the concert he paid money to listen to because somebody's screaming that yeah like it drives me fucking crazy and I don't know why more bands 
like I wish they would do something where they they have a phone check system. Like, here's a business idea for people listening: develop a business that is like a coat check. They can outsource you, hire your business. You come in for events, and people can check their phones. You all you got to do is figure out a way to sort people's phones, and then be able to get it back to them at the end of the night. Give them a ticket, or whatever, a bracelet, whatever you need to do. Fucking take people's phones at concerts. Uh, I can see several issues yeah. with that in so much as not a single goddamn person on earth is going to check their Well, phone. then you can't go to the, uh, the fucking concert. Put it on the ticket when you buy the ticket. Because I've mm. seen that before of where people will put specialized things that are weird on the ticket saying, like, no uh, cameras allowed. But not just cameras. I've seen weird shit. Like, no, uh, like, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I see. Put it on there so I agree know. in principle. And the movie theater says that and it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, but they're not paid to enforce that. I'm but my business actually, idea is the movie theater paid to enforce it. I'm going to go because I lo- somebody needs somebody with more money needs to do this idea. Instead of paying to see movies and having them ruined by people texting in the movie theaters or just like not shutting up, it is like a membership. You pay a membership to this movie theater. We're gonna. I'm just spitball. Fifty bucks a year. For fifty bucks a year, you can go in and see the big releases. Um, and that's it. And there, are, you have an assigned seat. It has a seat number. You get the same seat every time. And they're like, you know, usher, bouncer well, people if, who stand. I don't know about the same seat every time. I wouldn't want the same seat every time. Good, stay out of my what, movie theater. What, what if somebody didn't like you what and if, they found out your seat and they like came in and like jizzed on it what or if, something? What if they got like the only seat there and they were like, no one else is here. Why can't I just have that seat that's better? They're not here watching this movie. Because people are like getting, you pay, it's a membership. Yeah, so I should be able to choose what seat I want if there's a better one. I mean, it's like buying, you can certainly try, but if the bouncer catches you, then you're out. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't like that rule. Good, stay out of, good, I want people out. Fine. I want people out of this Fine. movie theater. No texting. When If you whip out your phone after the lights go out, the bouncer comes over, gives you one goddamn warning, and then you put your phone away. If he sees it again, you're booted. Membership, not refundable. I like that. I'm fine with that bit. I think that should just be normal theaters. That's what that I'm saying. Be normal yeah, theaters. Yeah. But and I think yeah, the same you thing. Do for the concerts. membership, and you think like instead. I I get anxious going to movies now because I'm like these people who won't shut the fuck up. If you carry on at the parts that have been happening in the previews, and you start ruining the movie for someone else, the usher comes out. It's like you get one. You get one, and you mm-hmm. shut up, or you get the fuck out. These people paid their dues. And I would pay more for this. I would happily pay the premium to not have people ruin my fucking movie at the theater. Movie, like, the depending on the movie, because people can't be trusted to make their own goddamn decisions, doesn't matter what it's rated. Somebody will say it's me, watches the movie beforehand, Deadpool. I'm like, there aren't any fucking kids under 18 in this mm-hmm. movie. It's an R-rated movie. Right. You bring your kid into this thing, they're like, no. They can go in the playroom or something. They can go watch Frozen. Who yeah. fucking cares? You're not bringing your scream- screaming toddler at a midnight thing? Fuck <laughs> no. I don't no. think so. Yeah. And it's enforced, and they boot you out, and you don't get it back. And the reason it's small is people want these seats. So it's more like the ovation room as far as, like, seating goes. So there's not necessarily a bad, a bad seat. seat. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't need to be filled up that high because then it gets hard to enforce. So it might not be the best seat, but it's pretty damn good. Okay, yeah, you don't even have them, like, yeah. off to the side or down close. And you know what? As far as your switching seats goes, probably okay, because once the doors fucking close... No one else is coming in. Yeah. Once the movie starts, once the previews are done. Yeah. And it's it's very simple. And 
Actually, the more I'm thinking about this and spitballing ideas now, you don't need to go get your concession thing. You get in, you click the little button at your seat. The people know to just bring you the popcorn. Yeah. Like it comes out for you, so you're not like waiting in line. Popcorn's just a free thing. It's part like, of your membership yeah, thing. If, if the seat is like occupied, that. you get a reasonably sized thing of popcorn. Plus, mm-hmm. if you had a membership fee for a movie theater, they could afford much more amenities, like a free popcorn thing. Yeah. Or, you know, you... They make all that popcorn I anywhere. I like that idea. Yeah. And, again, I would pay it. I would. Just to know that my movie experience will not be ruined. See, my whole thing is just cell phones in general. I mean, everybody makes the arguments that smartphones have ruined everything. But as an avid movie lover, it fucks up the movie experience. It's the modern day. Like, when I was younger and just had, like, a flip phone and shit that was black and white... You turn that Didn't shit off. Didn't glow in the with movies. the fury of a thousand suns. And you were lucky if, like, it wasn't even that bad if somebody's went off in the movie. Like, you could turn it off really quick. And your worst problem with the movie is some yelling teenagers, like, throwing popcorn or something. Yeah. Where nowadays it's people filming and texting and whatnot. And it really does. Like, it's cliche. It says, oh, turn just off don't your look shit. over at the phone. It's glowing with the fury yeah. of a thousand it, suns. It says, turn <laughs> off your shit at the beginning of the movie. Just do it when it says that. Yeah. And, I wish they would carry that over to concerts and it, that and enforce it more. Like I've been at concerts where I've seen the usher come up and ask, it's like, Hey, you need to put your phone away, but they're not paid enough to actually come around right. and do anything about it. No. And it's, and I did, there was one other thing for my membership idea. Cause I can hear the people descending already. If you have, if you are a doctor, cause when you apply, you fill out a form for a membership. There's like, there's a clause in there. If you're an actual medical doctor, like you can leave your phone on. And that's the only reason is if there's an emergency, like, but it's got to be on vibrate, you know. So you can, your phone vibrates, you're allowed to get up and go out and take the call because the ushers know you're a doctor because it's on your fucking pass. It's the only time it's. Which I've got a question. Do you get a little like wallet card if you're a doctor? Do you get like a little doctor ID card? Like. Uh, I see what you're um, saying. Yeah. Um, so you can't just step forward and be like, I'm a doctor. Yeah, and you're like a doctor of concrete Yeah, the doctor license. Or something. Like you've gotten a the actual doctorate. When they say you get your medical license revoked, is it like your driver's license? Like they go, so they take it out of your wallet. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good question. Leave I your wonder, scalpel and your license on the table. I wonder if it's on your license. Like driver's oh, license? Oh, my wallet's um, in my car. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it showed up on your driver's license if like you were an actual doctor. I don't know if there academic doctors way. get it. There has to be some way to identify that. They've got like a... The, the way I've always thought you identify is you scream out, is there a doctor in the house? And if somebody yeah, goes, exactly. I'm a doctor, that's how you know. Right. But I always assume people were so scared of accidentally killing somebody. Because if you go to save somebody... Right. You're liable for their well-being. Like, if you step up and you're like, I'm a doctor, I can save him. And even if you're not a doctor, even if you just step up and you're like, I'm not a doctor, but uh, my name is Bill, and I think I can save him, and you step in and start giving him CPR, and then he dies. You're, you're, even, even if you're he's liable? Responsible yeah, even his... if he survives and say you, you give him CPR. Like busted a rib or something? And you broke some ribs, he could then sue you. That's terrible. That is terrible. That's why I'm certified in CPR, but... I don't think I would ever give anyone CPR because people you are might shitty. Break a rib. Yeah, and it's like you're going to save their life for them to just come back and sue you. Like, welcome to America. But are you going to let someone die because when you could have saved them? That's the real question. Yeah, like, mm. well, that's why I'm saying I wouldn't step up in that situation. Is because, like, I couldn't let someone die. Mm-hmm. 
but at the same time, I'm not going to put myself in a situation to like, I mean, if somebody was like, and I thought I could help him, I would step you up. You look around, like, make sure no one else is volunteering to do CPR. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'll, I'll play backup on this. Yeah, a better way, yeah, a better way to phrase it is like, I'm not going to be the first to volunteer. Right. You know, I'm <laughs> most definitely going to be the last one to step up to the plate there. Like, wait till they're really turning blue and be like, oh, right, I, I know CPR. Like nobody, nobody's coming up. <laughs> no one's gonna help us. Okay, man. I guess I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck all of you. But even that, and I'm assuming like I'm not a, a super well qualified person to do that. So I assume somebody would step up before me. That's why I'm more qualified. That's when you well by screaming out, "Is there a doctor in the house?" That's when you can. Yeah. Make sure. Is there a doctor? <laughs> God, that's on my bucket list. To scream out, "Is there a doctor it's, in the house?" It's horrible for whoever I'm with. In that right. instance, but I hope one day in my life I'm able to just yell at the top of my lungs, is there a doctor in the house? What if there's not? Then I'll just keep screaming. <laughs> then he better hope it's not CPR. I mean, if, if somebody's got a collapsed lung, I don't know, do you stab a straw in them? <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> yeah, no! I... <laughs> no! Damn it. Ugh. Oh, well. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> I feel like if you scream out, is there a doctor in the house? And there isn't. And some rando steps up and saves a life, they should get to be the doctor. Because when the they doctor get... was called and no one answered, they're the doctor yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> they get an honorary doctorate. Yeah. That should be a superhero. Kind of with Night Nurse, but. <laughs> yeah, the honorary doctor. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about these beers. All yeah, right, we should do that. Sort of avoiding Which one did you open here? This They've been the, avoiding uh, them. We've just been rambling. Just been rambling. rambling, yeah. This is the night, uh, the left hand Braveheart Nitro Scottish style ale. Mm. I've never had a Scottish ale on nitro before. I, I haven't either, but I'm digging it. Yeah, I like this. It's got that nice deep, like deep caramel red color. Yeah. What's crazy is I see that that bottle's not got a plastic wrap. Oh, no, it doesn't. It does not. Yeah. Mm-mm. It is but not it fully wrapped. It's regular ass wrapped. Yep, definitely a nitro pour though. I Maybe the bottle's thicker. Does it have one of them uh, jingle jangles inside the bottle? Or no, bottles don't get the jingle jangle. That's just yeah. the uh, Guinness just still the has it. Guinness still has in the, the bottle I'm or the can. Sure, yeah, I know they do in the can. Well, I mean, but... I, I've not bought a Guinness bottle in a while. Mm. So, but last I checked, yeah, they still got the the jangle in there. Huh. Yeah, this is good. And since it's you know Super on nitro, smooth. it's really smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it's clocking in at. 5.5. 5.5? All right. I would have guessed more than that. Yeah. Yeah, scotch ales are usually toward the heavier side. Yeah. What else we, we got? We got what makes here. it a scotch ale? Uh, the here? style. I think it's super it's malty. Style? Is that mm. it's a, but it's not yeah. aged in, like, scotch barrels or anything? But it's just no, a Scottish style yeah. ale. It's uh, maybe, like, peatier, sort of. Yeah. It's got the same water scotch comes from, so you can get that kind of... They're very, the hot presence is completely drowned out by the mm. malts in them, like the peated malt maybe. Yeah, yeah. Don't moss in there. I don't know how it works, but I like them. I do know that. What do we got next? We got, um, let's see, we have the Pulp Fusion from Boulder, Colorado, the Boulder Beer Company. That's definitely Colorado. That is. Um, and this is 6.5%. All right. It is an ale with blood oranges added. Ooh. I'm really excited. That, that I, sounds good. I'm already one, saying yeah, that the blood orange is going to be my pick for the night. I and see. I almost want to go. What else do we got? I'm because it so. might not measure up to. Uh, yeah, this wait. one is. This one's heftier. That's nine percent. Oh, okay. Go with you know, so Go with the blood orange because they're sitting out here and mm-hmm. it's it sounds only delicious. getting warmer. Yep. Yeah. It when sounds when really Jordan good. handed us that one uh, earlier, I got really 
really excited. Yeah, this looks good. I like the label. Is this one actually yeah. bottled in Colorado? Boulder? Oh, yeah, we should be checking to see yeah, where I it actually... Yeah, I checked them earlier. Yeah, they're... Boulder Beer, Boulder, Colorado. Yep. And uh, We do have to double one. check them all now. I'm not yeah. entirely sure, but he almost handed us... I think it was a... I think it was uh, Dale's, the company that makes Dale's. I can't remember who that is. Uh, I'll Oscar Blues? Oscar Blues, yeah. yeah. He went to give me an Oscar Blues at first, but we had one on here a couple weeks ago, I think, for North Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was brewed in Colorado. Uh, and then he went, he went to check this one, and it was supposed to have been brewed in Colorado, and it was brewed in North Carolina. Damn. That's how we should pick the next one. Is if we actually get bamboozled by someone, we're like, oh, this is actually from Colorado. Next week, we segue right into that state. Mm. <laughs> but if we check them harder, then we won't get bamboozled necessarily. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I, I've vetted all these ones. The yeah. the other one we have is the Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium, and that is that's Colorado. Yeah, that's Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. So I'll uh, give this one. Okay. I'll give this one a pass, even though it's probably from Asheville. But I'll allow it. But that's not the one we're drinking yet. We're still on this uh, Pulp Fusion. Mm-hmm. With blood orange. Huh. It's kind of got a smell kind of like broccoli. It doesn't smell orangey at all. No, not at all. Or- no. <laughs> English, not at all. No, it kind of smells like broccoli to me. Does not taste like I thought it would. Mm-mm, me neither. It's minerally. Very minerally. What's that mineral taste you're talking about? Uh, it was the first word that came to mind, and it it lingers. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, not salty, but stony. Yeah, like sucking on a rock. Like, like yeah, like slaty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Some yeah. sort of like river rock slate kind of deal. Yeah, okay. Like there were rocks in the brewing tank. I wonder if it says something about hops. Uh, Pulp Fusion Blood Orange IPA blends the beauty of an IPA with the vibrant citrus flavor from the juice of blood oranges. It shines with a bright golden color and finishes smooth without lingering bitterness. This commingling of aromatic hops and zesty blood oranges is a bloodbath of citrus flavor. Pairs well with a Royale with cheese. I got... So a... I gotta uh, be... Yeah, Pulp Fusion, Pulp Fiction, I guess. Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. Or or is that actually a food pairing? Like, they're saying go get a quarter pounder with cheese. Only one way to find out, I guess. Hmm. I got to be honest, it's not tasting anything like the way they described it to us. Might just be me, but I'm not getting, I'm barely getting it. I don't get IPA. I don't get IPA. Some kind of citrus, but not blood orange. Um, What were the other descriptors on there? It just, uh, Bright golden finishes, smooth with lingering bitterness. Aromatic hops and zesty blood oranges. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm not getting zesty blood oranges, and I'm not getting a bloodbath of citrus flavor. It's kind of weak sauce. Yeah. To be honest. I'm it ta- I'm it disappointed. Like, yeah, me too. That's a it's shame. It's drinkable. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, it yeah, was yeah. hyped up, and I feel like it's not delivering. Am I... I guess no, you I agree. feel like it should, be, it it's should be crisper. Mm-hmm, it's it's bland. very bland. Yeah. I'm just... Mm. I wish it was so much the better. The label's so bright, I was I was expecting a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's not by chance expired, is it? It's not bad. Uh, but it's... I don't see a... I mean, occasionally uh, we'll find those around here, just uh, where beers uh, don't get purchased for whatever reason. Enjoy by June 2nd. Oh. Uh, uh, so, not so maybe give it another shot. It's, it's a little... 
But it's it's tough to tell with this enjoy by because do they do they fudge it so it's always at like yeah peak. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, ever since we started pointing out expiration dates, I've noticed it and I can't unnotice mm-hmm. it when I drink beer now. Which is weird because I've turned away. I, I think I said the other when I was hunting down the no. arrogant. I hunted. I was hunting down the arrogant bastard. And I turned him away when they were too old. I'm like, oh, it's finally here, but it's been sitting on the shelf for eight months. Yeah. So if I want to give it a eight. fair trial again, I don't want to. So maybe it's lost some of the character, but like it wouldn't have I lost that, that just in a couple days. Though. I get that I mean, with the hoppiness, but it's not like that blood orange juice is going anywhere. You know. Yeah. Like but that's, either way, that is a potent flavor. Like. June 2nd, it's not going to lose yeah. that amount of zest that quickly. Yeah. It's not like milk. Yeah. It ought to taste like a weak version of any of those descriptors, but it doesn't taste anything like any of those descriptors. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, Tanner, we bottled our beer. Finally. Mm. Yeah, finally. <laughs> and uh, the one we did on the Big Brew Day. Yeah, yeah. And I think it had off flavors, but they weren't bad necessarily. Hmm. There was like... It was apple. I got some apple, like apple in mine. Um, yeah. But not in a bad way. Yeah, but not in a bad way. We'll see how it ages in the bottles. And right. We'll see. Brian's listening to this, and he's like, oh, you, you poor fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he knows what the... Uh, exactly. He knows which one I know apple, apple is. I know there is a flavor, an off-flavor described as apple on the score sheet. And it's one of those technical ones. I don't know what it is because he always explains it when I'm always drinking. Brian, you should leave a comment. In the bottom at the comments section on this page. He's going to text us and be like, uh, he'll text us on Thursday be like, it's this thing. You can, like, let me know. I'll text him right now, actually. <laughs> we'll get a live update. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, they're not, the pale ale I had wasn't bad. Yeah, no, the, it tasted fine. So, mm. yeah, we added some priming solution and put it in the bottles, and we're going to wait a couple weeks. Unfortunately, it's not going to be ready, I guess, for the meeting next week. Sorry. But we skipped it. A week or two when we should have bottled it because we couldn't. Yeah. And didn't want to. But hey, it's just more flavor. Mm-hmm. Just more flavor. A little more alcohol, maybe. So what's the last beer we got here? The last one Fuck is to be the, have. the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, and this is 9%. Um, it, none of these have a whole lot of... Oh, here we go. A rare blend of choice hops creates an explosion of fresh-cut pine and citrus flavors for a complex, rich, and delicious finish. Enjoy by June 25th. June oh, 25th. So that should still yeah, be this good. One's good. Yes, I will say, but yeah, going back to how we, you know, call it the expiration dates, it's something worth looking at when you're picking up beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've yeah. Definitely, once it's been pointed out, I've definitely been able to tell the difference. Um... Which is interesting. Now I have to go back through years, over a decade of beer drinking, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. have to think, do I really like this certain type of beer, or do I not? Yeah, yeah. Did I misjudge one? Because it turns out I had a terrible imported version that has sat on the shelf for years. Why do you have to think that? Ah, according to Brian, it's a shit. Wait, refresh What what are we talking about? This is the apple flavor. Okay, yeah. I asked, what's the name for that apple off flavor that's on the beer score sheets? Acetyl. Acetyl. Acetyldehyde. I don't. Wait, let me take a crack. There it is. Acetyldehyde. 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 
Yeah. I, I feel like I've never heard him say that. That sounds I, like a villain. Acetaldehyde. Can you say this thing? I don't, maybe he's never said this word out loud in our presence. Acetylide? 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 Ask him to about that pronunciation. Acetaldehyde? It's too late. He's already type. laughing As, at us. Acetaldehyde. <laughs> I'm going acetaldehyde. A C E T A L D E H Y D E. For all you scholars out there, yeah. it's the one that begins with an A and sounds like a chemical. Yeah. And for Brian, you're welcome for these future jokes we just made for you. Yeah, you can laugh at us. Boom. There you go. <laughs> you're laughing in the future right now. It's true. But, uh,. Fuck, I was going to say something right before that. It's gone. It's gone to the ether. It's gone. I don't know. Well, I got to try this uh, Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. That sounds like it's not going to play around. No, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say uh, we were talking about beers and their expiration dates and all the beers over the past yeah. 10 years or so that, that I we've been, been drinking legally expired. drinking. Is uh, some of the freshest beers you probably had have been PBRs and Rolling Rocks and Bud Lights because those get gone off the shelf quick. Yeah. You're probably the, right. The weirder mm-hmm. beers, people are less like because they also yeah, happen the to be a little bit pricier. Out of Lithuania. They tend to be a little pricier, <laughs> so people, uh, you know, they're not going to buy them. Yeah. The ones you save quick, are a special so. occasion, but mm-hmm. it turns out that special occasion is eight months later. Yeah, or or they just, I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like the fancier beers and the weirder beers sit on the shelf a little longer where, yeah, yeah probably. you know, Bud Light Well, that's why quick. some of the some of the reps we've talked to have said that, you know, they'll actually send people and go around to take the old beers off the shelves and replace yeah, them with yeah. fresh ones. So, you know, something Yeah, like but that. The, your European imports aren't doing that. No, no, yeah. you're not going to have people doing and, that. And the now. people we know are doing that are few and far between. Yeah. Like one that we know of. Yeah. That's actually sending a small army out in the field to surveil that. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. New Belgium Give Voodoo Ranger. Well, hang on. I need some. Okay. We'll talk oh, about it. Get some. Yeah. Go ahead and grab me um, some. This is good stuff. Now, the, the, these are interesting. A rare blend of choice hops creates an yeah. explosion of fresh cut pine and citrus flavors for a complex, rich, and deli- delicious finish. That's what I said. I wasn't listening. I know. As is my want. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these ones are interesting because there's three different versions, sort of. Yeah, yeah. There's okay, the, okay. the regular one. Well, let me preface this by saying something. As Jordan tried to explain this to me okay. when I picked these up, and I knew 9%. when he explained it was yeah. going to be difficult for me to remember, but you seem to have it. Um, I don't know the... Yeah, you're accurate. You know, you got it. You're, I don't you're know there. the exact there's names three of each types. one, but there's three oh, different types. There's a weak one. There's, maybe you know, potentially four, even. Potentially four. Yeah, I think it's... Like, a, is there a lighter ahead? This is called the Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand is, you know, there's four titles there. There's Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. Or, no, there's three. Yeah, you're right. There's three. There's the Voodoo yeah. Ranger IPA, and then there's the Voodoo Ranger Imperial yeah, and then there's and there might be a, the double. I think, and or then I think like there's that. a double IPA or something along those lines. And this one, they've kind of combined all of those. Okay. I didn't mean to clip your wings there huh. and take that. No, that's fine. Yeah. If that's what if that's what it is, that's fine with me. Yeah, I think all, that's all what seen, it is. I've only yeah. seen the three different ones, like the you know, small, medium, and large, essentially of ABVs. Yeah, yeah. And and um, IBUs. It's similar to Lagunitas, they called, like, like their the, uh, uh, sixty-minute IPA. Something? They're all called the Ranger. 
One yeah, might just like, be the ranger. There's one, might one that's be the, voodoo the voodoo, and then there's the ranger. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember exactly, but I have seen them all lined up before. Possibly at Riverside. Yeah, it's similar. Like the gradient of scale there is not dissimilar to uh, Lagunitas, sixty minute, and then ninety minute. That's dog. That's dog or dogfish. Yeah. yeah. And their stupid lame ass sixty one minute or whatever it is, seventy one. 75. Wait, what 75. Is, what is the 75? Yeah, it's it's made with like port wine or something like that. That's the 61. That's the 61. 61 is so ancient they've got, wine So barrels. they've got 60 and then they've got 61. 60, 61, 75, 90, 120. Mm-hmm. See, I don't like that because I don't like numbers and that just confuses me more. When I, I'm down with the uh, like it 60, means something, 90, but I forget 120. What. I, I'm down with the uh, the. Every 30. Yeah, when the increment. Yeah, Even yeah increment. that makes right, sense. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. started adding in new ones. The 61 is, yeah, aged in wine barrels. The 75 is... Some weird one. Yeah, something else. I don't know. Maybe a blend of the two. Because wow. I agree with you, Tanner. I think that's... Uh, I haven't yeah, tried that. I did not expect, expect but that's numbers. my pick for the night. I like the smell. That's amazing. It's really it smells, good. I did not expect it to like that. It says super piney, but it smells super earthy. Mm. And you know what? I know I'm not mm. the uh, the IPA person. But I'm digging the earthier ones we've been having. Mm, I don't know if those type yeah. of hops are more prevalent. Like, I know they're in the New England style a lot. But instead of, like, drinking, like, the Pine Sol IPAs, like, I'm really digging the super earthy hops that have been thrown into a lot of these recently that we've had. Yeah. I like them crisp and citrusy, oh. too. See, so like that? I like this a lot. That's earthy. It's good. Yeah, I like this It one. says piney, but it's it comes it, out yeah. earthy, and I'm about I got, it. I got piney. I got. If very, you combine the smell and the flavor, you get piney. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you, I've had like piney, piney, but this is this the earthy hops it's, are it's in there too. It's got a flavor like on eighty per, like when you're eighty percent done with it and it's headed down. Yeah. That I'm trying to pinpoint. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, like a sweeter lemon kind of. It's almost like uh, the same flavor you would get after you ate a strawberry. You've swallowed the strawberry, and not even strawberry in particular, just uh, fruit similar to that, like of that sweetness. Not a grape. Fig? Or like a, a fig or something. But like, like you've a eaten a fruit cantaloupe? like that. Yeah. A cantaloupe maybe dead on, cantaloupe actually. Cantaloupe yeah. probably it. And after you've swallowed the cantaloupe, but the taste that remains in your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost that kind of taste. Mm-hmm. I, I am getting some cantaloupe in this. Yeah. I think that's the one. It's Can- good. I like this. That's my pick of the night. Yeah. I like that a lot. The scotch yeah. ale's good. good. I mean, I really do like the uh, the nitro scotch ale. It went. It goes down real easy. It's you know smooth and all that, but yeah, it does. It's not actually. I, I don't know. There's. I know it's not the pulp fusion. The, the the scotch ale and this other one are so different. I mean, I love a nitro beer. The scotch ale is really easy drinking. Um, I was ready for the pulp but fusion I think to be my favorite. I think it's too. The only reason I can't pick the Scotch Ale is it's too damn hot out mm. for a Scotch Ale. And I know we say, like, I'll drink any beer in any season, but this, like, slightly citrusy, earthy-ass IPA yeah. is yeah, better good. in this balls-hot weather we got going on right yeah. now. One, uh, in the vein of that, a neat progression that I've noticed has happened with me since doing Brew Chat and all this, because it's, uh, it's about the time... I guess almost uh, maybe three years. It's getting close. Like we just passed the one year for the podcast. Okay. But almost three years. It's when it, it was maybe a week or two before Hutton and Smith opened. 
is about our one year anniversary or when I first did officially I think it's September fifteenth is okay. when I debuted oh, the first video. Birthday. It's almost my mom's birthday. But uh yeah, so we've been doing this about three years and I knew a little bit about beer about beer God, yeah. Need to talk. <laughs> I knew a little bit about beer when I first started doing this, and then as it's gone, gone on, just through drinking beers, this is the first year that I've noticed, the first summer, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I'm really, like, seasonal about my beers. Of just, I don't want anything to do with the stout right yeah, now. Yeah, I think we were saying that before. Yeah, yeah. we've been noticing it's more. The, the winters here are mild, so I don't need a stout in December because I'm still wearing a t-shirt half the time. But these summers get brutal. Um, I had a. What was that? We one? were at Barley. Yeah, which is a great place, by the way. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, we should give yeah. them a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Barley. Um, they had the Yazoo smoked porter on nitro, which I was drinking, and the atmosphere is very. It's got. I liked it. It's nice and dark. All the furniture's for sale, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. fun and weird. They all got price tags on everything, um, but, and I really enjoyed the smoked porter on nitro. It's just it would have been a much better beer if it wasn't 90 degrees out. You um, all, I'm pointing, you all will drink more of this. Uh, uh, well, right let's. Oh, I didn't mean yeah. to open the nitro. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. not the blood orange. I'm not going to. Yeah, unfortunately. We still got, hold up, we still got some. Oh, yeah, there. there's more over there. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. good. The Voodoo uh, Ranger is the pick of the night. There's more of this one as well. Yeah, sorry, no one's I was going trying back to, to signal there, but what were you saying? No one's going back to that part. Oh, I was saying I was I was prepared for, for, uh for this Pulp Fusion to be my favorite one. I was too. The, I, was I like the Blood Orange stuff. I'm totally on that band, bandwagon. Yeah, you yeah. guys ever had like straight up Blood Orange juice? Stuff is good. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it straight, but I, I have found it. So. I f- it's rich. Yeah. I found it once. I want to say <sighs> Publix of all places. And not in like the big orange juice thing. It was in one of those like Super yuppie, like small, maybe, uh, I don't know what, like the juice, like 12, 16 ounces of juice. Maybe 20. It might have been like a slightly bigger thing. Certainly not, maybe a quart. It might have been a It was more expensive. It it cost as much as like a gallon of orange juice, but it was damn good. And I haven't been able to find it since. Hmm. And I'm only thinking Publix because I think, I'm trying to remember where, like, it looked like the juice came yeah. from. Like, I think it's you go into the right, and it's around that thing with the produce, it's and they have like, juice like there. Palm, something B-O-M-M. like it was some fancy one, yeah. or naked, oh, yeah, or something, stuff. or one mm-hmm. of those, one of those ones you see people who do yoga drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Check at the Whole Foods, maybe. Maybe Whole Foods would have it, but it was, it was good. The problem is, I like, look for that. You, I powered through it. Because I was like, this is some fucking good juice. It wasn't and It wasn't nectar, right? You said it was no, blood orange No, it was blood okay. orange juice. All right, cool. I powered through it, and then I was like, well, that's five bucks. I'm not going to get back. But it was some damn good juice. Mm. Like, I would make mimosas. I thought about making mimosas with it, but it was gone. Or a screwdriver. It'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Did you see the uh, Jankatron 2.0 I brought over to Jared's place? Yes. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I've got another small pot I'm going to bring over there as well. Nice. But because uh, I think that pot I brought is we're talking about brewing equipment for the audience. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the pot I brought is a little bigger than the ones you guys use, right? Right. It 
It's it's, it's taller than mine, but narrower, so and, it's tough and, to tell. Okay. It's definitely bigger than mine. Yeah, it's bigger than Jared's. Okay, and then I've got another one that is the same size as one of the ones you guys have, but okay. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, That's like a deep frying pot. I, I've been... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a deep fryer, yeah. Yeah. But it can be used for brewing. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so I've been brainstorming what beers I'm going to brew. I'm playing around because I've really gotten into Saison's. I was actually going to bring this up. Yeah. Um, funny you should mention because okay. we were talking about brewing Saison's as well. Okay. Not to cut you off, but to yeah, cut yeah. you off because we were also talking about this. Well, so, yeah, I was trying Saison to. off. Saison Because my kind of thing is uh, you guys started brewing like last October and I've helped you guys bottle and do hand you things yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we are grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, my kind of th- the way I approach things is I like to sort of uh, like apprenticeship things before I actually do them, which is sort of what I was doing. So mm-hmm. now that I've yeah. got shit over there, I'm I think it's going to be a saison I do first. But yeah, that's back we to were... the nectar we were talking about before is is uh, I a couple weeks ago I, and this just drinking this made me think like holy fuck I should maybe like you know this maybe one of those like running before I crawl sort of things, but. It, I there's this uh, you can get it at Walmart you can get it at Whole Foods Publix I've seen it at all, all the grocery stores around here but there's this uh, mango nectar uh-huh. you can mm-hmm. get it comes in a big tall clear glass bottle with a green lid can't remember the brand I sensed it but yep. it's super thick yeah. and heavy really rich but god it's good but I was like man you get a couple bottles of that pour into a beer like a wheat mm-hmm. when you brew it for a five gallon batch you wouldn't need a couple bottles you wouldn't need nah no way. But no, I'd, I'd say yeah, yeah, I'd do it. The, uh, it. The whole, a shandy of some kind. The homebrewing subreddit is one of the most helpful places I've ever found. It is. I recently discovered they that. They have yeah. a daily Q&A thread, and people will answer. They'll answer. They got a very active uh, user base in there. Um, I remember when I was trying to enter one of my beers, I was for one of the competitions. It was the Walnut one. I didn't know where to go with it. Um, sort of laid it out, typed it in there. And they'll, you know, they're just like any other homebrewers. They'll share, share recipes, share advice. Uh, they don't, like, I've never seen anyone say any question is too dumb. Um, I'm certainly no expert, but I've seen what I thought were really obvious questions, and they'll answer them, you know, without being like, oh, you could just Google that, or no, yeah. you idiot. Like, they seem like a real solid group of people. Yeah, I recently discovered that subreddit. I've been on... Uh there's a Chattanooga craft beer subreddit as well. Uh-huh. Just find that one. Yeah, I, I created a whole, a uh, couple months back, I, I created a whole brew chat mm-hmm. user. Right? I should give you guys the password. Oh, all right. Um, remind me to do that, and I will. All right. Um, but, yeah, there's a Chattanooga beer subreddit, like all sorts of homebrewing subreddits, all this. And, I'm, all, I'm yeah, I basically use it just to post our shit. But, yeah, if you find me on Reddit... I'll respond to shit. I also post funny stories and random things. Like I posted a uh, a story, and I'll just follow up on it here for anybody that may be listening based off that post because I plugged it on there. Basically, uh, you guys have heard it, that story of me going on that first date with that chick and her yeah. showing me her yeah. asshole. Yeah. yeah. So I'll post funny shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to get on there. You should. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have – we were going to do Saison's as well. And so we should all have a saison off because you were thinking of making a I'm different going for one. Like a farm, I'm more of a farmhouse style. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. thinking of farmhouse. I was going to do like a, a lemon pepper saison. saison. I think that'd be interesting and pretty tasty. 
Yeah, so, no. Yeah. If you if you throw some mango in there, that's great because it'll be totally different. Well, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about the mango for the saison. Oh, okay. I, I just was thinking about it separately, but yeah, because it's such good mango nectar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so good. A Do you like an mine, IPA? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I was thinking like maybe a wheat. Oh. Like a blue moon, but with the, the orange mango. already in there. Is mango wheat IPA too much? Oh, is that is that too much here. going on? Um, I'm trying to taste it. No, I don't think so. Because mango like sort of work. mango is a good gap bridger between you know between those two things. Because well, it's got it's it got up, that it bite sort of when you it eat it. It can cover up a fuck up too. It can. Yeah. It's a strong yeah. flavor. It you gotta make sure not to use up. too yeah. much of it though. Now, would you put it in before the boil, do you think? So it would be no. one of the fermentables, I don't know. Why or would you, you just suggest? add it in No, afterwards? that would be primary or secondary. Yeah. That's definitely... You just add that in later. Yeah. I think you'll, you just would cook anything flavor. out. Mm, yeah. You and would, all those sugars. You could, you could throw but, it in for some sugars during the boil, but don't rely entirely on that. Like... For the flavor, yeah. No, yeah, the same uh, way yeah. I did with the walnuts. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do, so I threw some in with the specialty grains. But, but I don't know if that – I have no idea if that actually added anything because I dry hopped them with the rest of the water. I wonder yeah, if you, you – get the flavor. we've primarily been fucking around with uh, bottle conditioning, mm-hmm. I wonder I wonder if you could get extremely scientific with it and use the nectar instead of bottling sugar mm. for the yeast. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. that's why it gives yeah. the carbonation, right? You're right. The, uh, yeast mm-hmm. eating the sugar. And, I would yeah. I would try it with, like, during some dry hopping. And then, like, you, you try your beer before you bottle it, like, while it's transferring. Give it a shot, see how it tastes. If you felt it still needed more, then do it that way, too. Because I feel like it could get overpowered. But if it was great when you tried it, during, you know, as you're transferring it, getting ready to bottle, you'd be like, yeah. okay, I'll just use regular-ass priming sugar. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad idea. No, it's I not. I like where your head's at. Yeah. But, but I wonder, that would be difficult to figure out the ratio there because, like, you know, like I said, you'd have to get really scientific with yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it would add the perfect ratio per beer mm-hmm. to really uh, to really give it something there. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah. You're right. Or you could go, like, super hard and just throw in some actual mango during the dry hopping. Yeah. There you go. It's <laughs> so, like you get a beer. You put a mango slice in each beer. Mango might be my... Mango, mango is probably my favorite fruit to eat, but, God, the prep work and the mess that comes with it. Yeah. God, they look weird. It's not they, they look, look weird. weird. It's, it's, look it's weird. just the them. juice and stickiness gets everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no... There's no good way to, like, eat a mango at work. Like, you're like, okay, I'm going to, like, <laughs> yeah. bring this in. Like, you have to go in a kitchen. Right, you sure you're not going to pomegranates? Pomegranates. That's They're horrible. annoying, too. But I don't eat I, them because of No, that. you're right, but I don't like them. Like, ma- I love mango. So, like, the the payoff for pomegranates doesn't equate the work and the mess that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But may- it's like crab. Like, mango, I'll, I'll eat the shit out of it, but there's no good way... You got to go in like the kitchen at work and like, and slice it up, make an enormous mess there. Yeah, well, and you throw it in it a bowl. A rectangle yeah, first and throw it like... in a bowl and then possibly eat it with a fork because you're working. Right. But it's and even then, like juices are still like dribbling down your chin. And everything. <laughs> like it's mm. it's not a good. It's the best fruit, but like not a good office fruit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I most, love yeah. I love mango though. 
Mm. I can taste it right now. Mm. It's good. So good. It would be good in a in a wheat IPA. Wheat or IPA or yeah. both. Mango wheat yeah. IPA. I'm Wine saying because like yeah. the mango is like meaty enough that it'll give the body for the wheat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also has that sort of citrusy bite for the IPA. With the so, summer yeah. coming up, I'm. I wouldn't say no to both, quite yeah, honestly. why not? One wheat, one IPA. Yeah, there you go. I say do it. It's not like we brew beer or anything. Yeah. It's, I was looking at my it's list. It's not like we brew, you know, medal-winning beers or anything. Not in Kentucky. Yeah, but whatever. Fuck Kentucky. We gotta, we I gotta, that, I right? gotta consult yeah, my Kentucky. list of things that are coming up. I do want to do a citrus IPA, like a... This, the blood orange, I, I gotta say, I don't think I've had a blood orange IPA that I liked. Or that was worthy see, of the hype. See, I liked them, but I maybe I just don't like blood orange as much as I think I do. But uh, I, yeah, I do. I know I, I haven't had this blood orange juice. Yeah, that you were I, the thing about, is, I know I love blood orange as much as I think I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll and find some juice. I've yet and to have right it right. in a beer where it's as good know, as. Yeah. Yeah. No, throw it in like a cocktail. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's where it's at, but even even the one, my favorite uh, orange IPA from Mad Fox up in fucking um, Falls Church, Virginia. Yeah. They have the best orange IPA I've ever had, and I don't think it's blood orange. That was good. I know. That was really good. It was my favorite one ever. Yeah. It's ruined me for other citrus IPAs. I'd like to see like a, um, like a blood orange cream ale. Or something like that. Huh. That'd be I, I interesting. Could ma- I could make one of those. Or blood orange saison, maybe. Blood orange saison. I'd want to get some blood orange juice first before I put it in a beer. So I know, you know, more exactly what that tastes like. Right. Yeah, I'll have to shop maybe around. Maybe I'll do that during the saison off. I'll do this. No, no. Blood I, orange saison. I, I have an idea for a regular-ass one, and I want to do it. But I'll put that on the back burner. Blood orange saison. If the first one goes well, yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, yeah if I'll I put get it on a solid base recipe. Too. Yeah. Well, I think saison maybe. I don't know. It's so weird how your beer f- tastes change mm-hmm. over the years. Like one of the first beers I learned, which it is a completely different beer now than it used to be, but uh, Stella. Mm-hmm. Yep. It tastes completely different now, but you know, for unrelated reasons to my palate. But even if it were the same, I don't think I would like it. It's completely different. You know, I, I don't know. Your taste changed. So it's interesting to me that Saison, when Saison's first started, I first discovered them. I didn't really care for them. But now it may be my favorite type of beer. I love They're, it. Slap, say, slap the word farmhouse on anything. I'll drink yeah. the shit out of it. <laughs> they're really good for the summer, for sure. They, they're just. They're I hated Sours when day. they came out uh, five years ago. Yeah, but I like, like sours now. I uh, dogfish sequin jail, favorite mm. sour. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I still, I appreciate them more, but they're still not my go-to. This is the first year I've thought, like, I want them. I don't, I, I will actively seek them out. It's just, it's one I'm also, I haven't broken into and tried them all yet. Like, mm-hmm. not that I've tried every yeah. red ale on the market, but, you know, the distribution, you don't see as many new ones coming around, but... Go to any one of these many tap houses that are popping up, and there might be one or two Blondales I haven't had yet. And then I will, but then that's the seasonal and it's mm-hmm. made its way to all the other ones. I'll see three or four sours I've never had yeah. at any given restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're all over the damn place. Mm. But they're going to be, well, not going away soon, but probably 
less back, info. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a summer seasonal, seasonal deal. Mm-hmm. We'll but get, I'll we'll take, start to get the pumpkin ales and the Oktoberfests and stuff like that. What is it, June? We should be we should be getting yeah. ready for pumpkin ale season right about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe July, next mid August. Bullshit. <laughs> Right as the temperature creeps up to 90 <laughs> normally, everyone's going to crank out their pumpkin ales. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, one day, when I, one day after my movie theater, you know, membership becomes standardized across the nation, I'm going to, like, mandate, <laughs> I'm going to mandate the beer calendar. No pumpkin ales on the market <laughs> before fucking September. <laughs> right. It's mandated nationally. I will spend taxpayer bills to get that motion passed. <laughs> yeah, they need you know to, it's about time for the kids I to go back to school. I just want one to ha- be available around Thanksgiving. It goes with Thanksgiving food, but you're burned out by the end of fucking August. Mm-hmm. They would be great at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Somebody should do a Thanksgiving ale. You would, but by then you're so burned out on all the pumpkin all ones. The cranberry and the pumpkin. Oh, and the, fuck yeah. cranberry. The one that will go with Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving meal. Somebody needs to come up with a beer that will. To go with Thanksgiving meal. The Thanksgiving lager or the Thanksgiving ale, whatever you want to do. Like, dealer's choice. Just make a beer that goes overall with Thanksgiving. I leave it to us. We're total failures. I agree. Unfortunately, it already exists. It's called a solid pumpkin ale. No, I'm I'm not even saying that, though. I mean, like, it's like there is a window open right there for somebody to create a new seasonal beer. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. Thanksgiving-themed yeah. And between, nobody's done like, it. To go with Thanksgiving. Because the Christmas ales are dominating during the Thanksgiving season <clears throat> because everyone backs them out too early to try and be the first on the market. Mm-hmm. Market's oversaturated with Christmas by the time Thanksgiving rolls around. Yeah. With your plan, unfortunately, what would happen is the Thanksgiving beers would dominate the market late September. Mm. And then by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, you're sick of it. And then they're starting to get expired. <laughs> you could do a whole series, though. You could have the Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving ale or whatever you want to do. And then you could have the po- the post-feast you something. Know, oh, and you could, you like, could have one for when you're done one eating. One for dessert. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm going to do this year around Thanksgiving time? I thought about it before, but I, I'm just going to somehow – now that I know like more about splitting up batches of beers – I'm going to ferment a beer in a pumpkin. <laughs> you are going to go for it? I'm going to do it. You were talking about it before. Because I can leave the airlock. My God. I know. I just <laughs> hollow one out, roughly a gallon's worth of pumpkin. That's not mm. hard to find. Yeah. I'm going to split up a pumpkin ale, and I'll do like a traditional, pu- half of it will be like traditional pumpkin ale with like pumpkin in it. The part I scooped out yeah, yeah. <laughs> will be in the pumpkin ale, like fermenting nicely. The rest of it's going to be fermented in the fucking gourd. <laughs> I'm going to try it. It's going to be wild. That thing is going to turn to slop. Yeah, it's going to be just on the floor. Not my floor. Two weeks? You think you can handle that? that No, I don't. I don't think you've seen how a pumpkin rocks when it starts to go. Your fucking other can, your like keg can, couldn't handle a fermenting. There was no air, but yeah. How how are you going to air seal a pumpkin? How are you going to airtight seal a pumpkin once you cut it open? It doesn't need to be Duct airtight tape. sealed. The fir- the buckets, they need to have a, an escape route for the air. That was yeah. the difference between the, when I was bottle conditioned. I'm not going to bottle well, condition a pumpkin. Well, more complicated question. How are you going to put a blow-off valve in a pumpkin? It doesn't need That's a blow-off valve because airtight. it's not sealed entirely but, anyway. But then things can get in. That's the point yeah. of you're having right. the layer of... It could be... I, I see what you're saying. You've you built the like, mecca... 
for fruit flies. Yeah, that's exactly that. what that's that's what you're that right. Is. So it'll probably be sterilized duct tape around the edge <laughs> just to hold it down, and it'll have the uh, saran the bu- wrap. It'll have yeah. yeah, and it'll have the bubbler, so mm-hmm. it will have an escape for. The All air right. coming you out. Put of the it. bubbler in the pumpkin. two bubblers, so it doesn't like super explode. My but they're God, both sanitary. It might actually work. Yeah, I'll drill it in so the bubbler doesn't get clogged with funk. But there will be two bubblers, both sanitized, full of the sanitizer to allow air to escape. I think it can, ha- and only a gallon. I'm not looking at the five was, gallon overflow right, like right, I usually right, do. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be willing to watch that happen. <laughs> I think Yeah, I mean, I'm down for science Yeah For like a gallon's worth of beers I think it'll happen Yeah, yeah that'd be worth it Maybe, maybe only a week I've done beers for a week And then transferred them So it might be it, I'm willing to spend the money on And it's not going to be the whole batch The rest of the batch will be done traditionally So it won't be a total loss that's I'm willing the way to, to see this it. through. That's the way to do that's it. That's why I'm saying, like, I didn't do it last year because I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, that's why I got those little buckets. That worked perfectly for yeah. the mint stout. I, now I know how much mint to put in my stout. Because I could be onto something with this. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> Gourd fermented. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that's, yeah. why, that's one of those bullshit terms that you could slap on a label. Yeah. Gourd, Gourd 100% gourd fermented. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then watching like macro breweries try and be like, how the fuck do you do this on a large scale? <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones buying up those Guinness records. I'd be pumpkin. like, your pumpkin. Oh, your pumpkin <laughs> ale was aged with 20 pounds of pumpkin. My pumpkin ale was aged in, in a 20, 20 pound, pound pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> and then you'll see those, uh, those bylines that say like, uh, 100% aged in 20 year pumpkin. To, like, try to confuse people to make yeah. it things like, holy <laughs> fuck, that thing was aged in a pumpkin for 20 years. And, <laughs> you, I mean, I won't leave it out too long and because they do, you know, rot eventually. Right. But I think, like, two I'm weeks. I'm interested to see how long that would okay? go without rot. Because if you sealed it. If you put it yeah. inside like the five-gallon like, bucket sealed. Because now that we actually start talking about it, I actually started thinking about it. You could puncture a little blow-off valve in there really easily. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, because anything you push into the pumpkin is just going to push more fucking pumpkin into the beer. Right. Right. And uh, so you could puncture a blow-off valve in there and then see where you cut the top out to, like, yep. pour scoop it. scoop it out. Just put saran wrap around it. Maybe even wrap the whole fucking pumpkin. You're several right. Times. So yeah. it's that makes super. Yep. yep. And then... Maybe even get like a brand new, like sterilize giant, it, just dip the whole thing the in whole star thing. sand yeah. mm-hmm. before you even put beer in it. Yep. But, and then once you have the pumpkin wrapped and the beer in there and it wrapped and everything, put that down either in one of the buckets if it'll fit yeah, in or one get of the buckets. a fresh, make sure it's fresh, <laughs> uh, new trash can. Yeah. Like one of the big rubber ones with mm-hmm. the latching yep. lid. And then put something on top of that lid. No, because now you can't have your air escaping. Right. Yeah. That's why. Bells. That's why putting it in the in the five gallon bucket would be best because you can get the other valve and it'll allow putting air it to in like a hefty too. bag okay. and attempting to tie it shut so that it if it explodes it's contained in there. But like there's there's not like tying the, the bag, but yeah, yeah, like letting the air escape. Putting it in a hefty bag yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. blocks out all the light. Would probably be the Safest way to do it. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm I'm gourd fermenting a beer. All right. The problem is it's going to be so fucking good, and there's going to be loss as probably a lot of it gets like sucked into the actual flesh of the pumpkin. 
Mm, so true. I'm probably not mm-hmm. going to get too much out of it, but like the 12 pack I can squeeze out of this thing is going to be so unbelievably good but imagine, for so much work. <laughs> no, and I, I've got a uh, a three for idea here to put the cherry on top of this grand plan. Okay. Take it home. So uh, leave enough like muck in that for the fermentation. So when you're done and you've you've gotten the beer out of the pumpkin, yep. we can take some of that monk and or funk, gunk, monk. funk, what it, gunk, funk, whatever monk. you want to call it, spunk. Lee, make sure you've got enough of that where we can trim some of it out and make a pumpkin pie. With the a beer, beer a I pumpkin pie. Beer, pumpkin I had pie. another idea. How would that not be going. delicious as shit? How would it, it could not? Be. It could be. We we'd have to try it. Beer pretzels are good. Yeah. Spent beer grains. pumpkin pie. It's you don't done. use. Um, uh, do you use the rind of the pumpkin in the pumpkin pie or the guts of it? I think you just use, like, anything that's gushy and orange inside. It's going to be gushy and orange by the time this thing is done. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be. Yeah, maybe it would be because it would be kind of rot. So maybe maybe that's a bad idea. I'll I'll dip the whole thing in some star sand first and then. (laughs) That may hurt it, though, man. Not for long. I'm not going to let it soak in there just to give it a. Again, this is a, a could completely fuck up everything. I'm sure the Barley Mom folks will let me know after listening to this at the meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's I think some- we've mentioned this before to Brian. We, I think we asked him about this, and he said it wouldn't work. But I like our plan. I like the plan. It's a stupid plan. It is, of course, a stupid plan. Yeah. That's why I said I'd be willing to watch. And that's why I split it up. To like- yeah, that's why you split it. That's why I was like, I'm going to put fresh mint in my beer. I'm going to split it up so I don't waste, you know... 60 to 80 dollars worth of supplies yeah on a shitty ass beer that i don't know what i'm doing with yeah and i'll have the guts and and <clears throat> again like i'll have pulled the guts of the pumpkin out and put it in the in my other beer mm-hmm. so that i can have like an actual pumpkin beer and then you have one without either so you know what the the base tastes like because yeah. we got the three little things so yeah hmm. you could actually do another one if you want if the pumpkin's going to be in a large bucket it's going to be it's going to be a, a good time. Yes, it will. More I'm on that to come. for science. Yeah, we'll follow yeah. up on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll follow up on that. But let's, uh, let's move to movies and shit real quick. Okay. Where, uh, you know, we've talked about beer mostly this episode, but hey, some people are probably Sometimes. happy about that. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, it happens, you know. Um, but we also don't have a huge movie theme for this episode. We do not. But yeah. uh, we we're just going to kind of hit on some shit. Adam West died, which sucks. It yes, does. It yeah, I saw one sucks. of the billboards uh, on 27 had a bad signal on it. Like one of the switching digital uh, ones. Aww. They had a bad signal up there. No, Adam West was uh, my Batman. Like I, I didn't realize it at the time when I was watching it, but when I was like a little kid, like little, like yeah. four or five, you know, before I started kindergarten, and uh, which I guess was before four and five, but I would stay at my grandma's while my mom was at work, and... I don't even remember what channel it was on. I know what you're talking at about. At the time, but uh, mm-hmm. they would have reruns during the day of the old Batman show with like that. TV Land. No, this was before TV Land existed. It would. You didn't know what any channels were back then. It didn't matter. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know it was filmed 30 years like before I was watching it. That's true. Yeah, I watched it. It was like TNT or something. Probably. I don't even know if TNT is still a network. Yeah, they got some. They got to play Law and Order somewhere. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, that's right. Yeah, is that? No, that I'm thinking of USA. USA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn notice, but uh, 
Yeah, they. So yeah, I grew up like that's where Adam West was Batman when I learned who Batman was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and and then I went on from that, and then still very early, uh, 1989. So I would have been. I was born in 87, and 89. I that was the first theatrical was, movie. Yeah, Michael. My Keaton's parents Batman. took me to see it was Michael Keaton's Batman in 1989. Damn. And. So I was three years old and then watched. Uh, so correction, maybe Michael Keaton was my introduction, but I learned to like Batman. I learned about Robin from Burt Ward. Mm-hmm. I learned about Batman and their relationship, the Batcave, the Joker, the whole lore of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I may have learned about the character from Keaton in 89, but the whole lore of it I learned from Adam West and his whole show. And as campy as it was. Like, Super campy. It's, it's still pretty accurate as far as the characters go like you know it's super campy keep that in mind yeah it's close as far as the characters motivations and things like that yeah the joker's more like the riddler yeah but um but not back then he wasn't that was how the riddler was they changed like the riddler in modern times right right they yeah Yeah. exactly yeah back then the riddler was different but it was adam west is one of those actors like i've said about the rock that like there's no scandal attached to him. No, there's nothing yeah, dirty on him, which is much of what makes it terrible. It's not like Adam West died, but remember that time, like he beat yeah, his kids. Yeah. Like no, he never, he never did any of that. He embraced the role. He loved when people recognized him, either from Batman or Family Guy. It's what a you know much new, newer generation recognizes mm-hmm. him from. Um, he loved his roles. He loved you know making people laugh, and there's nothing dirty about him so he it's, loved being known for yeah that so that's what makes yeah. it real yeah. tragic is there's nothing you know no we we only we we lost there's you know no an yeah, iconic but. yeah there's as, no yeah as, but as three young guys like getting out there in the world like you recently bought a house alan in the yeah. past few years and like me and you jared i know are looking to buy houses and what not in the next couple yeah years. next few years probably he, yeah adam west always struck me as the guy that a guy's our age that you could always hope to have as your neighbor. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, he mm-hmm. might be a little annoying at times, but he is the best old neighbor to possibly have. Like, he might come knocking at inappropriate times, but if, if you need uh, some advice on what to do with this tree in your yard or just you're out on a dog walk, whatever, he's the best old neighbor you can ask for, and that's what I he just struck like me that, say so. that Adam West delivery was how he spoke. Like, that wasn't him putting oh, yeah. on a performance. <laughs> this Adam I'm West gonna, I'm is, gonna I'm, pick up I'm gonna come get you. Like, that whole, yeah, you're Tanner, stealing what are you doing water. with that tree? That's not how you <laughs> cut down a tree. You idiot. <laughs> and in his later years in interviews about being Batman, something I thought was funny is they would show him a picture from on set 30 mm-hmm. years after the fact. It's like, well, that must have been one of the days we hadn't been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even, you can't, I don't know if he's being serious. Like, he's probably not even joking. Like, I don't know. Probably not. Back then, they didn't even have drunk driving laws. There were all sorts of drugs going on during that show. But, I mean, think about it. Back then, when that show was filmed, there were no drunk driving laws. None. When were they put into place? Uh, Late 70s, early 80s. Maybe mid-70s. But still. Like, there was a time. One person had to go ahead and fuck it up for everybody. You could take a glass of scotch and just go... Cruising down the highway. Seatbelts weren't even installed in yeah, the car. Yeah, I know. 
You couldn't wear like you seat didn't, you didn't wear a seatbelt mm-hmm. because a you couldn't, and b if you did want to, back to a you couldn't because there was not one. And then go the, back to point A and grab your scotch. The Batman sixty six movie is a classic. I think it's on Netflix. Everyone should watch it. And he just did Return of the Caped Crusader, the yeah, animated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and, and Burt Ward. Yep, and Julie Newmar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before she passed. No, she's still with us. She's still with us? I thought yeah. she died. Cesar Romero's gone. All the other villains are gone. No, yeah. I, th- I thought the uh, Catwoman no. died recently. One Did of she? them might have, but it's not Julie Newmar. Yeah, okay. And he's got, posthumously, he's got a sequel slash one more coming out where... He's up against Two Face, who was never in the '60s show, Mm-mm. but this Two Face is uh, voiced by William Shatner. My oh, God, shit. I know yes. that's perfect. <laughs> I, I know, and it's 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 his last hurrah as Batman, and I don't know if they're gonna like sort of retire that version of Batman. Yeah, if I was thinking about it, like if it'd be it'd be like great. I know Family Guy will probably just write off the character. Yeah. But it would be, I think it'd be a nice trivia, because he was, like, friends with Seth MacFarlane. If, like, for the rest of the season or what, the next season or whatever, they just, they never mention it, but just every flag flew at, like, half-mast or something. Yeah. And they just, like, they never acknowledged it, but it was just known that, like, because Quahog doesn't have its mayor anymore. Oh. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Family Guy, not because of the show. I just, I honestly think I just outgrew it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. But as far as humor, like, I've definitely had my laughs through Family Guy. I just honestly think I outgrew it. But they, Seth MacFarlane and that team, they're really good at doing little subtleties like that. Yeah. Of just yep. paying homage to things. And so, yeah, I hope they do do something like that. Like, And he's a big nerd, so mm-hmm. I would assume they will. No, he was there when Adam West got his Walk of Fame star. Okay. Um, they're, uh, like, they go back. They go yeah. back to his Johnny Bravo days. Damn. Yeah. Fun bit of trivia. Seth mm-hmm. MacFarlane, before Family Guy, he did all kinds of shit. One of his things was, I don't know if he was on the team or he just wrote an episode, but he like wrote an episode where Johnny Bravo uh, met Adam West. Huh. And so like they ridiculous. went on some crazy caper. <laughs> he's like Catman or something, right? And he's like, No, he's Adam West in that a, episode. Is he Adam West? He's Catman okay. in Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, that's right. That's but right. no, it's Johnny Bravo meets Adam West is yeah. like the episode. Okay. And then they just go do something insane. But he was like he kind of looked like the family guy version. Uh the animation styles are very different, but like you could right. tell like he's still Adam West. Like See, he's playing himself. I just learned for the first time that Seth MacFarlane did Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Makes perfect sense now that I'm thinking about and it. And I think that's yes. where he met him, and that's when, like, Family Guy came a thing. Like, they connected. He's like, you just want to be the mayor. You want to be mayor. You already, I already had you playing yourself. Like, you just want to be mayor, Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's so crazy. Wow. No, I'm having a revelation right here of where, like, my childhood humor is. You guys can't see it, but the gears are turning into Yeah, the head. gears are turning yeah. in my head right now because I think I just found, like, one small crux of where my childhood humor has met my adult humor. Mm-hmm. Or at least Like I said, I don't know if he humor. was, like, a regular person on there, but I know, yeah, he, yeah. I know he was involved for at least one episode, and said episode was, like, Johnny Bravo meets Adam West. Okay. It was pretty good. Well, I'm telling you, yeah, like, through Seth MacFarlane, though, I had no idea he 
did Johnny Bravo. So, and I loved Johnny Bravo when I was a kid. Yeah. So when you take, I had no idea he did it. So into a, like, I don't know, I was probably 18. No, I was younger than that. I was probably 16 yeah, when probably. Family Guy first came out. Uh-huh. And I liked Family Guy then, but I, you know, wasn't supposed to watch it. But I, you know, watched Family Guy and then watched that all through college and whatnot. And I literally just think I outgrew it, but I still, that, but, and I say that because I still like Seth MacFarlane's work. Like, I like that Wild West movie he did. I like Ted. I love American mm-hmm. Dad, and I still do. I like it more See, than See, I've never God. really paid much attention to it. I couldn't get into it too much. I did because it reminds me too much of my family. As mm. Family Guy got worse, American Dad got better. They sort of, like, mm. crossed paths. I mean, it, it seems like he sort of stopped spending as much time on one and started spending it on yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. And then the Cleveland show just sucked. Yeah, I heard yeah. it was pretty bad. I tried to watch some of that, and it was... I don't, I don't know why they thought Cleveland would carry his own show. I don't know. Something I think is interesting, though, I really like Seth MacFarlane as just, like, a dude. And I like him as an actor, but he is trained by the same guy, maybe lady, same person that trained Frank Sinatra as vocal coach. Yeah, he can sing. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. He's trained classically as a vocalist like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super interesting. And you can hear it just when he talks. He's got that whole, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. Hang. No, he, have you actually ever heard him sing? Oh, yeah. He's an yeah. incredible singer. Yeah. He hosted, what was it he hosted? The Oscars or something one year, the Emmys or mm-hmm. or something. And I thought he was a great host that year. Like He broke into song during somebody's roast one time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you were saying... Uh, Alan, that you've not finished this season of House of Cards. I have not. How far are you, though? About five episodes in. Okay, okay. okay. No, that's good. Um, because I've had an extremely fucked up viewing of House of Cards. So I stopped at the end of season three. I watched a couple episodes of season four and was like, man, where the fuck is this going? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I stopped yeah. watching it. Well, and that was honestly about the time. I, I was watching that about the time the uh, 2016 election was gearing up. Or, like, not really gearing up, but getting ready to gear up. Like, we didn't know if it was Hillary or Bernie, you know. Right. Was getting yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had our own politics to watch. <clears throat> and then, so I stopped maybe two episodes into season four. New season came out. And then I went to reading. And I realized, uh, God, that I've had a fucked up understanding of the show, recent, like, very recently. Is I watched some at your house the other day, Jared. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that I, was the last episode. Yeah, I had read... Well, it was the last, like, half of the second the la- to the last. No, no, it was then, the like, last the la- half that was, of the last episode okay. of, season, of the new season. Well, I had read some of that, but I didn't know that the page I was going down, something had fucked up with the page where I was reading stuff from the end of season three and getting it confused. Oh. And, uh... That's why you were asking about that. Yeah. Story. Okay. So I'd read about that, but I thought, you know... That one character you mentioned had slept with that other character in season three or season four, I mean. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, so I was super confused. So now that I'm going back and rewatching it, but I've also read the summaries all the way through and whatnot. So I know what happens. Um, but on, and I've watched it through in the background, but as far as consciously watching it, I'm at episode five. Okay. And so I, I won't talk past that. Apparently, I, I've gone back and done some research, and this amazes me. 
Apparently, they did a good portion of the writing for the show before Trump was even elected president. Yep. Right. That's why they had to push the release date. It usually comes out in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It comes out on Valentine's Day, right? Is, it's is, a nice thing. Like, yeah. none of the stuff <laughs> they've written to this season was written with Trump in mind. Yep. And just right. looking at the natural progression and comparison of that it blows my fucking mind. They act, I was reading they actually had to go back and change some stuff. Yeah. Because it was not as it wasn't as crazy as real life. Like when they're writing it they're like, "Man, this is some fucked up shit." Yeah. People are going to go nuts <laughs> right. when they see this. And then the news gets weirder and they're like, "Well, that doesn't mean anything anymore." Yeah, right. No one's going to fucking care. Yeah. No one's gonna. No one's gonna gasp in shock at this. It happened last week. Only worse. Yeah. You gotta. You know, push this chick in front of a train. You gotta. You know, strangle this dude. You gotta drown someone in a bathtub. You gotta. You know. Toss well, see, him that's out what's crazy about he, that show. What if the issue's a travel ban? And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, ah, <right>. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. That's the thing that's crazy about that show is when I watched it in season. I still season one to me. David Fincher did that shit. And David Fincher is one of my favorite directors minus season one was good three season one's probably the best season three is some of the best tv you'll ever watch or season one i mean yeah oh yeah it's so um, good season one of house of cards is some of the best tv you will ever watch Mm -hmm. just as a standalone yeah 12 hours or whatever season one of uh, true detective yeah yeah same thing there but um going from season one the whole thing of him pushing Zoe Barnes in front of the train. Yeah. Is that was like, holy fuck. Like, he just did this. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. To now where we're watching the show and the show itself has progressed way beyond that as far as, like, crazy shit that's happened. Yeah. But also real life, like, real life politics right now are fucking crazy. I mean, we've most definitely got some sort of Russia collusion going on. Mm-hmm. And... The show is not dissimilar than that. Like, nope. No, yeah. there's it's, definitely. I think, and that there's been no no influence there. That's crazy to me. No, funny thing is, I was wondering why they gave. It's great. It's great because in season four, the Putin character is terrifying because of how accurate he is. <laughs> like yeah. he's actually legitimately terrifying because he could be Putin. Yeah. In season five, I noticed he had a beard. And yeah. I feel like that was a conscious decision because it got too real. Yeah. yeah so they yeah, slapped yeah. a beard on him to make him <laughs> more different less from the evil. real version and actually less evil. I literally had the exact same thought of like, they have changed this guy's image just a little bit to make him just slightly different. Yeah. yeah. If nothing else, to not necessarily make it seem like they weren't being influenced, I would say on the opposite side of that coin of like, look, we're really trying to like not yeah like it got too reflected. real yeah it yeah. got, it got way too, too real. real yeah and i think i think season one is one of the best episodes because it has way more of the what i call the shakespearean asides they were all but yeah, absent in season two now they're kind of a gimmick season five uh, has got season five's done more of them yeah there's more of them then, you get a little bit from claire too in season five i thought the fake out how yeah. it opens up yeah which I thought was going to be interesting, but um, and it was. I, I was like, "Oh, are we doing this now?" But then it was like an interview. But I'm glad they're bringing those back. So I like those. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that made the show great. So I really liked. It. One of the things I loved in season one was his, like, asides to the audience. Mm-hmm. 
made it much more dramatic. Yeah, it really draws you in. They've pulled some uh, in in episode five of season five, I believe. It may have been episode four. Is that the one he's walking through the crowd? Yeah. Okay. No, they've pulled some really cool. elaborate yeah. asides like that oh, in season yeah. five. Instead of, of just where, turning, like it's actually him interacting with yeah, set cause, pieces. Yeah, because mm-hmm. some of those, it's like, you could get this on an empty street anywhere. Yeah. You know, but they're actually doing it where, because a lot of people don't understand this, but I mean, if you've got, say you've got 30 actors, like in a couple of the side scenes that we had for season five so far, is, you know, they've got numerous actors on set for that, at least you know, 15 to 30. Oh, yeah. yeah. And even if the actors are just sitting there, each of those actors has a choreography. Like, yeah. if they're crumpling a piece of paper and then coughing or whatever they're doing, there's a small choreography there. And to get that right, it takes an immense amount of talent. I, I feel a lot of people don't understand. There's like, oh, he's just talking. There are some people in the background. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot Each of those it. people in the background has a specific duty and mm-hmm. a thing that yep. they are doing to properly balance the contrast of the visual scene and all of that. And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. And this season has a lot of those that I noticed. And I, there's more. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, they keep coming. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Season five is good at it. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we running close on time here? I don't know. I try and subtly point to my watch. You'll probably just edit this out. <laughs> I have uh, no, no idea good call. We are is. running close on time. All right. But uh, The I longer feel, we do this, I, the more I feel like I know when it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hungry, though. We're going to go starving. eat after this. I'm hungry, I'm too. Yeah, no one's going to hear Chicago. this part. Yeah, that's um, no, fine. I may leave it in there a little it's bit. It's my birthday. But, yeah, it's your birthday. I was yeah, going to mention that. Yeah, I'll give a shout Yeah, happy Flag Day to everyone a couple days ago. Happy Jared and Flag Day. Yep. It's a national holiday, my birthday. No big deal, you know. <laughs> um, they don't even let kids get out of school for it, though. No, no one cares. Well, I guess they do technically because summer break. I know, but I'm. Yeah. I was That's trying, true. I was doing That's a thing true. where like there's they don't actually. Care I was to... looking. I was looking at some uh, some history stuff, and it's actually a week long celebration. And there's places that have like huge flag day celebrations. Where? Because now I I need to know. Tell me it's like Helen. There's places. Oh, oh okay. There's places. Helen, Georgia does a week-long no, flag festival. Dude, this Helen summer Georgia. I'm going to Rio for fucking flag day. Oh, my God. Like, not I'm in Rio. Lit. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't know. They, what, they don't have a flag, flag in Rio? They don't have an American flag. It's not an American, American flag. I thought day. it was like it was flag. Flag. No, it's, it's – no, 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 no. It's flag – it's the uh, first the, – the flag day is the first day that the – American flag was like instituted as the symbol of America. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you find one of these places that's real that celebrates Flag Week. I want to go. I want to yeah, check this out. Just look on fucking Google. Go I don't shoot remember some where guns, it was. That's what I did. Ban some Muslims. <laughs> yeah. You know. Woo! Flag Day! <laughs> America! God damn it! <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, we'll wrap Thanks, up America. here. Um, I want to say, uh, everybody go check out brewchat.com. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're uh, at brewchat, two Ts on all of those things. And, uh, yeah, check us out. We just put up video of the mayor episode we put up a couple weeks back. We just put up video of that. So go check that out. Say happy birthday to Jared. It's his birthday. Happy Ooh. birthday, Jared. I feel like I had something else to announce, Thanks. but I can't remember what it is. So that's it. Do you guys have anything with us? Uh, no. Live long and prosper. All right. Well, we're uh, we're playing around with a new thing to close out this week. So, uh, and you guys know this bit of uh, trivia because I told you. But uh, we're gonna start closing out with. I I think maybe we're gonna see how you guys like it. But we're gonna we're thinking about starting (laughs) to close out with a uh, bit of trivia here. So, uh, 
a bit of movie trivia. So here's one. Is uh, Newman's own brand of s- sauce, spices, what have you. Dressings, yeah. Dressings, all sorts of things. Newman's own, you guys have seen it, is owned by Paul Newman, who is none other than the, uh, the villainous star of the Power Rangers movie, but also... Uh, the villainous star in Raiders of the Lost Ark as Francois Bellock. You're talking about the original Power Rangers movie, by the way. The original Power Rangers Ivan movie. Ooze, yeah. Ivan Ooze, yeah. And Newman's own is owned by him, and 100% of that goes towards charity. So I didn't know if you guys knew that, but there is your trivia for this week. And this has been episode 78 of the Breach Out Podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Word. Word.